The West has, for the most part, stood on the sidelines of the Syrian conflict, but that could be changing, especially if there's mounting evidence that the Assad regime has used chemical weapons. U.S. intelligence agencies have concluded that poison gas has been used in Syria, but President Obama says it's not yet known who used it. Still, there are hints now that the United States is considering supplying the Syrian rebels with weapons. Amr al-Azam is a professor at Shawnee State University and a member of the Syrian opposition based here in the U.S. Tell us what the wisdom is of arming rebels at at this point, Amr al-Azam. Well, I believe that there's uh, a final realization here that they need to change the balance of power on the ground in order to actually bring a change in the behavior of the regime vis-a-vis negotiations. Uh, The U.S. administration has consistently, from the very beginning, wanted a political transition, not a military toppling of the regime per se. And in order to do that, you have to persuade the regime to come to the table. The regime has basically up to now in its own calculus see no reason to uh, you know enter into serious negotiations that essentially by serious negotiations we hear we mean that entail the departure of the assads from uh, as part of these uh, negotiations and so by changing the balance of power on the ground by by providing the necessary assistance to the opposition this may essentially bring the regime to the point where it now realizes that the only way it can survive in some form or the other is to basically accept such a condition So the more and better guns the opposition has, uh, the the more likely the regime will be kind of scared to the table. I'd like to bring uh, Reem Turkmane in on the conversation. She's in London. She's a member of of a Syrian opposition group called Building the Syrian State. And when she's not campaigning on behalf of her country, she teaches astrophysics at Imperial College London. You don't think it's a good idea for the U.S. to give arms to the rebels in Syria. Tell us why. First of all, arming the opposition have been tried now for a year and a half, and it didn't work in bringing the regime any closer to the negotiation table. The Syrians are facing a state army here, and it's not a joke. It's a very, very strong army, and we have extremely cruel regime that is obviously you know, ready to use whatever it takes to conquer its opponents. So we're actually, by giving the rebels uh, more arm, and I'm sure it's not going to be up to the level of the Syrian army, we're just pushing them to their death, really. And we're increasing the violent confrontation, which so far have led to dramatic increase in the bloodshed and the destruction, and is leading to the division of Syria, and making us much further away from the political solution that is going to determine this conflict. But the conflict Uh, has escalated and escalated, and now their uh, intelligence agencies believe that uh, poison gas has been used. I mean, what about the potential horrors of chemical warfare? I mean, then do you arm them? No, but uh, look, the regime have done much worse than these chemical attacks. I mean, you know, the uh, first of all, it's not confirmed yet that the regime have used them. But yeah, I mean, it could well use the chemical weapon. That, however, it's it has done much, much worse than that. Uh, but uh, I think rather than talking about the balance on the ground with, uh, with adding more a few guns, I would like to change the balance on the international community front, where the regime is still strong because it enjoys the support of Russia and China. And once the U.S. is able to compromise with them to reach one political solution, the regime will have no choice but to sit on the negotiation table and uh, comply to the solution. Well, Amr al-Azam, you take a different tack. And uh, President Obama spoke this week about reconsidering his options if it's proven incontrovertibly that the Assad government used chemical weapons. He he vaguely, Obama vaguely hinted at military action. What what could the West and the U.S. do militarily at this stage? And, And would it necessarily end the conflict? Right. Well, uh, let me just first of all make a, one point very clear. The the Assad regime did use 
the chemical weapons. We've had that confirmed by the British. We've had that confirmed by the Israelis. I, think, I believe even uh, Obama's own intelligence services pretty much have confirmed that. Um, and the question of who uses it, well, obviously the regime uses it. They're the ones who have access to it. They're the ones who have the means of delivery. You know, this is not – chemical weapons can't just be sprinkled around like you're sprinkling, uh, you know, candy frosting on, on, on a cake or something. It, 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 you need sophisticated equipment to do that. So I, I think it's very important to establish that, that – that fact. Now, how the uh, Obama administration responds to this is is another matter. There has to be some demonstration uh, uh, against the Assad regime as a response to the crossing of the red line. I suspect that we will see in in, in the next few weeks, maybe maybe around the time or just after the the meeting with uh, Putin, we will probably see some sort of limited demonstration, maybe some uh, cruise missile strikes against bases that are uh, known to to have chemical weapons, perhaps maybe firing against the the Scud launch pads. These are some of the options that are open to them. Dr. Turkmani, let me ask you, what do you think about uh, limited airstrikes against key regime military targets? Uh, Do you think the regime is going to watch, you know, while these strikes are launched against it? Of course, it's going to respond. So, no, I I actually don't see it as a wise option. And I think it will give the regime more legitimacy in its attacks. It's going to say, hello, you know, I'm being attacked by foreign powers. Uh, This is an attack on Syria. He's going to play on all the Syrian pride and nationalism that we have to reinforce his strength. Uh, So, no, I don't believe in it. And I don't believe in what Dr. Amra have said, that this could be a game changer. The situation is extremely critical, extremely dangerous. It does not bear any more experimentation. The war ends either with a military victory, and this doesn't look at all possible right now, or with a political decision. A political decision has to be taken, just like they did in Lebanon, you know, when they ended the war with an international consensus around one political solution that included all the parties. So, Professor Al-Azam, I mean, Dr. Dr. Turkmani is basically saying that taking a side in the civil war will not necessarily bring the conflict to an end. What what do you say to that? Yes. Look, you know, just to remind Dr. Turkmani, it took 15 years for the Leb- of fighting for the Lebanese to finally come around the table. But this is here's what the I other thing. Yeah, well, let, let me finish. Let me no, no, let me finish my point. The the second thing there needs to, right now the regime has no incentive to come to the table to negotiate and to suggest somehow that the Russians can force it to. I think is also naive. I don't think the Russians or the Iran or anybody else has that much leverage on the regime. The regime has in its own calculus. Every every morning the regime looks at its balance sheet and tallies up the figures and then turns around and says, "Oh, I'm still in the black, therefore I'm good." Amr al-Azam and uh, Reem Turkmani, what's really clear about this conversation is that even members of Syria's opposition don't agree on what to do. I mean, that doesn't really bode well for the conflict ending anytime soon, does it? We agree on the toppling of the regime, but we don't agree on how to do it. But isn't it telling that that the opposition doesn't know how to how to proceed? Yes, that's true. That's absolutely true, because there is an absence of a very clear strategy from everybody. Not even the U.S. has a very clear strategy uh, on this game. And I think we only have to learn from the history of the region. It's true that the Lebanese civil war lasted for 15 years, and this is exactly why we have to end the hearing one right now. Because unlike Lebanon, Syria is not surrounded by one strong country, and therefore this war has a very strong potential to spread and destabilize the whole region, but also learning from Lebanon, the war ended with a political decision around the negotiation table that enjoyed international consensus. And this is going to be the end of the conflict in Syria, and it has to end soon. 
Reem Turkmani belongs to the Syrian opposition group Building the Syrian State, and Amr al-Azam is a member of the Syrian opposition based here in the United States. Thank you both very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you.